The best time to get a great deal on a Jeep SUV is now during the Summer of Jeep event. Visit Jeep.com or your local Jeep brand dealer to find the perfect Jeep SUV for you. Hurry in and make this the Summer of Jeep. Right now during the Summer of Jeep, purchasing at 10% below MSRP on the 2023 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4 or Renegade Latitude 4x4. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 731.23. Jeep is a registered trademark. Want to support the show every time you buy a new game? Do all your shopping at maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a little slice of the action. MGPX is returning to Peterborough on Saturday the 18th of July. As always, tickets are pay what you like, but every pound spent on tickets gets you an entry into the famous MGPX raffle. Find out more at maturegamerpodcast.com slash MGPX. Welcome to episode 163 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, there's Sheepdog and Anna. Although Anna's about to get fired, because this is about the 19th time we've tried to do this intro. And for some reason, nearly four years in, she's chosen this week to just giggle all the way through. How is two, 19? <laughs> and it was, how is two, 19? For some reason, Kev decided to do a 20-second silence. Which are, the technical reasons are sound, but... <laughs> It's he awkward. hasn't done it for 163 episodes and then he decided tonight the night that he can tell Anna's got the giggles. That's because it. we've had feedback that the sound oh, quality on, let me plug the new show in a way that doesn't seem too obvious. That's because, <gasps> we've, that's because we've had feedback that the sound quality on our wonderful new show, We're From The Internet, is far superior to that's on this show. That table is like six inches higher than this one. And the fact that you're both sitting close together and you don't have three people sort of around this thing. That's because I have a 20-second block of blank no talking that, you, I, wait, that wait. I can then use to remove the background noise. Did you tell me any of this before we started? No. No. So I'm sitting here and I it's did, however, I did, however, tell you that before the second and third times we tried it. So now John stopped listening. Yes! We got rid of him. Um, talking of starting the show... We've got a new venue for Nogfest. It's decided. Um, we're going to do Nogfest in early December, and it's going to be in the city of Nottingham. Do you know why it's going to be in the city of Nottingham, Sheepdog? Because you ate a lot of food there. That's not the only reason. Why did you sigh? You like Nottingham. I like Nottingham as a place, but what you're going to go on about is not life-changing. I've seen all this before. What, you've seen barbecue meat in Nottingham before? Oh, the meat's fine. I thought you meant something else. I'm a bit lost. But um, yeah, it's better Red's True Barbecue in Nottingham well, is a wonderful one thing. We'll worry about that another time. Barbecue food. Here's here's the agenda for Nogfest, and this is important. Take out a pen and paper, people. Um, we're going to go to Red's True Barbecue, and we're going to have some pulled pork with little bits of crackling in it, which is a delight. With onion rings nearly as big as your head. Yeah, they basically chop an onion in half and then batter them. That's basically what they do. It's good onion rings. Mm. And she had this most wonderful thing, which was, it was a long way sliced gherkin that was then deep fried in batter. 
uh, it, was a, it was a pickled gherkin, so it was pickly but fried, and it was it was like having vinegar on fish and chip shops fish, but the vinegar was inside and there was no fish, and it was gherkin instead, and it was really nice. I like them. Yeah, after eating one and a half large pizzas at work the other week, I've been on a, an enforced diet, so I don't know. By whether, whom? Well, by myself mainly, but also <laughs> by others. Um, what others? Well, my wife mainly. What, you told her? Did you scream at her? You're the one who made me this way! <laughs> but, so I don't know whether I'll be going that mad in December, but we'll see. What, you won't have some gherkin? <laughs> Battered and, and, and you think you'll still <laughs> be on your diet in December? It's one of your sides that you get with your meal. You can have two basic sides or one divine side. And that it's one of your five a day. Five fried I got portions a, of food um, a day. I got offered a burger called the Animal Kingdom earlier that was basically two of every animal. Um, what, every animal? No, it was like t- you know, two steaks, two chicken breasts, two burgers. Lamb chops. Two lamb, yeah, <laughs> just like that. And um, it looked amazing. And then there was also like a 40-ounce burger or something like that. They both sounded amazing, but my wife said no. I'm not surprised if she's put you on a diet. Um, the other reason we're going to go to Nottingham is because while we're there, I want to go to the National Video Game Arcade, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the show. And we went there. Well, you didn't go there because you're in misery and you've got a job that you prevents you me. from going to places during holidays. What you is... could have gone. I was off that day, probably. Yeah, but, you know, didn't want you there. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were going as the, the cool people and we didn't want old granddad slowing us down with, his, uh, <laughs> with his towers of grumpy, extraordinary grumpiness. Hold on, he's younger than you are. Yeah, but look at him. <laughs> and he's in misery. And you have grey hair and he doesn't. Yeah, but he's a misery. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have liked not. it. He was actually genuinely he... happy about a, a pair. He would have walked in and... A hair? dryer. Oh, right. <laughs> as good as the National Video Game Arcade is, the first thing you see when you walk in would have made him hate it and start screaming and shouting. Because when you walk in, the first thing you see on the first gallery is something called Mission Control. <laughs> which is... It's a room twice the size of this one that has someone's taken a load of pieces of MDF and painted it with sparkly, shiny paint um, and made it look like the flight deck of a spaceship off of the 60s. Right. Um, and then it's got Nintendo 64 controllers with all but the analogue stick taped over with um, with masking tape so you can't press any of the oh, buttons. Oh, they were? Yeah. I didn't see them. Um, a big screen with buttons that you can press and a camera that's filming someone drawing a picture on a piece of paper at the back and then a massive screen at the front of the room. And basically, it's supposed to be an eight-player, cooperative and competitive game of... How do you describe it? Asteroids, maybe? Why would I hate that? Because it was just shoddily made. And well, you'd, you'd it was shout so much fun with the girls. The, and the... the controllers were the bits that were most shoddy. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds had, pretty cool. They but... had like, these massive lights boards with buttons in that light up and that turn off and you can make shapes in them so like our oldest made Andy in the lights and it was on the screen yeah you've got you've got the three screens and yeah it's you're changing the animation of the playable character so it scrolls through the pictures you've got on the three different screens and then the little drawn picture at the back you're drawing the baddies so I drew a face of my big lipped fish that I always like to draw you've probably seen big lipped fish from time to time and he was a baddie in the game um, and then there was a little board over in the corner that you could change the sound effects and change the font on the screen. Um, 
But the thing that you would have really, really hated was the fact that there was an MC orchestrating the whole thing, <laughs> and it was a spotty oik of a student with a microphone. Oh, he was all right. He had to do that all day, bless him. Yeah, and you could tell. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, who wants to fly the mission control? You Ah, were you here before? You look new. Come and do mission control. Most people just walk past. You can't put people down like that. That's horrible. <laughs> You're also making me sound worse than I... Well, you shouldn't have been so critical of the poor man. I wasn't there. Uh, you I, I might sound like I'm being mean, but it just illustrates how awesome the rest of the video game arcade was because I would have just put this on the second floor. Um, because I think if you'd have got to play some games before you got to this bit it would have been much better. But it, it sets the tone a little poorly for it, that you walk in and think, this isn't a game. What's all this? <laughs> What's all this? <laughs> I get what you mean there, actually. Oh, that, my God. That's probably where I'd have been like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, okay. That makes sense to me now. But it was about all the inputs you could do in that game. Yeah. yeah that's what, when you're saying that could be floor two or three, you know. Because then the next thing you see is the biggest thing that they have on the advert. Um, is the Minecraft room. And is that where you pick up your own blocks and you can right. build stuff by yeah. hand? Yeah, let's, let's imagine all the different ways a Minecraft room could possibly be. You're thinking you're actually getting in there involved in Minecraft. Anna, what were you expecting from the Minecraft room? I was like thinking they're going to have actual blocks. You know, like, the phone blocks said, you yeah. could have. could have them and they'd have like little... Just Minecraft room. Now, what do you... Sheepdog, <laughs> what do you think the Minecraft room actually consisted of? Now I'm just thinking pictures in a shop of some kind. Or just... Not quite. It had two PCs running Minecraft. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> in a room. That was like the uh, one of the stands at Gadget Show was literally two PCs running Minecraft, yeah. wasn't it? And it was like, that's not yeah, a Gadget and Show. To two, be... These two kids wouldn't move because they were doing something. Yeah, we were there for probably two hours and the same two lads were just playing and Minecraft the whole a, time we were there. A Minecraft thing, you know, the box thing. That was about it. Oh, and a can of Fanta that I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> a real one or a Minecraft one? A real one. Well, just a can? Just a can. <laughs> so it wasn't, a, it wasn't on display. It was just and the can. man from the front didn't notice him because that was the first thing. That's true. MC man. I think there was one poster up, I believe. But that was it. If God, that, you'd if, have thought there'd be like a person dressed as Steve one Yeah, around. if I had been there, I would have made that a Minecraft room. I wouldn't have called it, I would have just called it running, I don't know. It was just... Just a PC room. Yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting. Bits and PC like, lounge. When you're naming when, them after shows. Before you go in, it's got like a map and it goes, oh, Minecraft room. I'm thinking, oh my God, my little boy's going to love this. And no. He walked in, seeing these people playing, they wouldn't move, so he walked out. Mm. Why don't you chair them if they weren't moving? <laughs> Because I'm not a monster. Well, okay, yeah, they were young. I'd have just... It was it was a bit of a um, Homer Simpson all you can eat buffet situation because mm. when he couldn't go in there and play Minecraft on the PCs, he went outside, sat on a step, and played Minecraft on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I was younger, I used to have to share our gaming PC with my cousin, and if he was on it when I wanted to be on it. I would just go to the switch box in the cupboard and turn the power <laughs> off for that room. And none of the other rooms would be a problem. Oh, so yeah, yeah, so he'd always just be kind of like, oh, the computer's gone off. And he'd just try and turn it off and on, nothing would happen. And then I'd say, oh, let me fix it, having already switched it back on. And then I just wouldn't get off it. And he never cottoned on, so he should learn to these kids. So at this point, halfway through the first floor of the National Video Game Arcade, 
I'm starting to think, oh my God, this costs 30 quid to get into. 30 quid for the five of us, yeah. not 30 quid each, but oh, what have we done? I've been building this up for weeks. I've promised we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Um, this is this is, this is is a disaster. But then we walked into the next room. Anna, you can't find yourself. Oh, it makes so much noise. It won't make noise. I made sure it won't make any noise. Thank you. Goodness. Brilliant, silent fanning. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the next room we went in was awesome. It was called Room Racers. And it was basically a big... How, what would you a say? No, it was a massive, big thing on the floor. Yeah, a whiteboard. It was like a, a interactive whiteboard, but on the floor. I don't think it was a touch screen. It was, yeah. It was a. It wasn't a screen. It was just um, a big projector screen. Yes, it, well, there was a projector above it, and then it was just a big floor. Um, How did they manage that about shadows on it? That's impressive. Because they weren't projecting anything. Mm. What they were having, the projector was sent. Was, it, it was. I guess it was a camera above rather than a projector. Reading because... where you were sort of thing. No, it had to project. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, hold on. <laughs> Let me explain it. Words, Let yeah. me explain it without her interrupting because you'll confuse me. <laughs> you asked her, now go on. So, it's this big floor and on the floor, if there was nothing else in the room, it would just be four Xbox controllers and little top-down coloured cars that just moved around a big empty space and it would be rubbish. But the reason it becomes the awesome cars. doesn't matter how the cars well, are there. You need, well, you need to tell them. You're <laughs> no, saying there's no projector. No, there is a projector. Okay. Um, but when it becomes awesome is that if you put anything onto that floor, anything at all, that then becomes a barrier. And it interacts with the cars moving around. So it has all these bits of crap in there that you can just cover the floor with and create your own race. And if there's cars moving around, you can just throw something in the way of them and make them crash. So you've got the people with the Xbox controllers controlling the cars, and then other people hurling stuff in the way of them to sort of block stuff off and move people off in other yeah, directions. Yeah, like blocks and tennis rackets. Yeah. And then we skills. discovered the cars had guns as well, if you use <laughs> the other analogue stick. And suddenly it still. just became all kinds of awesome. I want one of them. I build that in this room quite happily. I think it'd be incredible. So that was good fun. And then we went upstairs. We're up to the next floor now. I hear what you're saying. It's a little disappointing so far. Well, the, the, you know, it's getting better. It did get better from then on. It was awesome. Gallery 2, next floor up. Um, they had something called Cannabolt Extreme. Do you remember the iPhone game Cannabolt? The black and white thing. It looks like that. Little you black and white endless one... running. It was... Was it one? It was one of the first endless, endless runners. To yeah, I do remember. I remember you first introduced me at uni. I think. Yeah. Well, this is on a big telly, um, but it's got um, like a what was that dancing game on PlayStation Two called? The one with the well, it's a touch sensitive mat. Anyway, it was a mat like the one that you had with that. You used to get them in video, in arcades yeah. as well. Um, and it, that's in front of this big telly and you running, well, you don't run, you jump in Cannibal by jumping on the mat and you're controlling that by jumping. And that was good fun. Um, having a bit of a jump up and down. She wouldn't jump for some reason. Because she wouldn't have stopped, like, the jumping jump. is bouncing. Yeah. I had to watch an eight-year-old, no, a ten-year-old who didn't really want to be Getting here. back to that point, also on this floor, was a Mega Drive 2 with Sonic the Hedgehog on it. I haven't played that, and it was Sonic how, the Hedgehog 2. How many levels did you get through? You were certainly on the second act by the time I asked you to stop so we could carry on walking around the museum. Have you not played Sonic 2? Mm, it was there. 
Yeah, no, I would have played it. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have done the level cheat and tried to get to the bottom. She was getting miserable by the time we got to the second floor because the first floor. Not what I expected. Yeah. I would have made it so much better. Well, you should do. You should contact them. Um, but once she sat down on that Mega Drive, she wasn't moving. And um, we were, there was a, there's a jump exhibit on there. They've got one section of this room. I didn't even get what that was on. Well, basically, big... they, it's like in a normal museum where they have um, exhibitions on. And this one was the jump exhibition. So it was showing the evolution of jumping in video games. Um, the jump's bloody hard to make. I remember trying to program that in my shoddy little game that I made. Yeah, it so was just like... it had a selection of different jumps. So yeah, it started off with one screen that was showing you how to just do a straight up jump. And it had a little platform level and you just had to jump on it. The next one, it had the double jump, so you could jump a second time in midair. And then the third one was the wall jump. And it was just one little single platform level, just showing you how jumping evolved. What, that big wall of... Yeah, jump, the jump exhibit. So why were they showing the snippet from a Wii game? Because it had jumping in it. From a plane? They just jumped out of a plane? Yeah, it was showing, it was all about jumping Getting in games. Getting skid at the end of a jump was quite a... Slow down as people and expect it to happen. As time goes on, jump will come out and they'll have a different exhibition going there. That section of that room will be forever changing with different exhibitions to encourage well, people to go back. Well, no, you pay five pounds or whatever well, it no, is. If you get your annual membership, it's about four quid, I think. Which I'm but why would you go on one? See it's that changing? <laughs> yeah. You're so miserable. I'm not miserable, but it just wasn't what I wanted to be. They had... It's quite new, though, isn't it? I wanted it to be something awesome, though, and it wasn't. Yeah, but it's, it's new. Yeah. yeah but they need... It's unlike anything so. else I've ever... It's a gaming museum. That yeah, was so awesome. the thing is, I go to play and see all this there. Yeah, but most people don't. Mm-hmm. This is in the centre of a major city. It used to be Connections. We aren't Connections, is I don't know. I don't know how relevant that is. Just before Jump (laughs) Centre. Just before, after you finished all it was Connections. Oh, I know, yeah, like, Mm. oh, yeah. What's happening? Carry on. Well, you don't know what Connections is. I do know, I'm a teacher, of course I know what Connections is. I don't don't know why it was relevant, but I know what it is. (laughs) I was confused about Um, why you were bringing it up. Just before you continue, when you say gaming arcade, what I kind of imagined was... Like if, before I walked in the door, I'd have imagined that place room one would have been with Space War game and mm. Space Invaders and Pong and all of that. Get to that. I'd have basically <laughs> got to the end. The the final room would have basically been like a um, Oculus Rift. That's what I'd have imagined. All of which is there. Time. Yeah, but I just I would have put them in a time order, and which they do. Okay, cool. No, that's <laughs> what, I, what I was going to say was that's my expectation. So that's where you go then. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other awesome thing is part of the jump thing. They had the Jumpertron, which this was really clever. It was basically a really old-style steampunkies type machine with different knobs and handles and stuff that you twist, all to create the different parts of your jumping character. So you're saying... Where was this? You didn't, this was the thing that printed off a little slip. You were playing Sonic. <laughs> you were deciding how tall your character was, how long their legs were, what angle their legs could bend to, how much they weighed... Um, you were adjusting what gravity level was like. And the whole point was you had to make your character be able to jump as far as you possibly could. So you did all this stuff and then you jumped on the map and then it animated on the screen showing your jump and it gave you a little print off showing how far your jump was. And then you'd go and hand it to the lady and she'd say how you were doing in relation to everyone else who was doing their jumping that day. My daughter 
broke the machine managed to achieve an infinite jump. <laughs> they had to go and reset the machine because she was in space still going up. <laughs> and when it printed out, it was just nines until the bit of paper stopped. It was brilliant. Did she get an She award? won the machine. No, I think they just sort of reset it. I don't really see what the point of the printout was. But I like the fact that she'd managed to create the perfect jumping character that right, never yeah. came back down again. But then, because it's part of game city and i guess it's students who are connected to the to the college or the university or Maybe. something that are involved in this because the lady who was running that it wasn't just like oh you broke the machine she engaged her in a conversation of well don't you did that but why wouldn't you want it to do that in a game and actually started to get her thinking about if you if that was a gaming character would that be the perfect jumping character no because no, you want them to come back down again and i thought yes. it was really cool that Someone who was, I guess they're probably just minimum wage working in a museum, could have just... Could be volunteers. It could even be volunteers, but they could have just said, oh, you broke the machine, I'll turn it off, turn it back yeah, on again. But she actually engaged, and I thought it was really cool that she engaged her in a little conversation and got her thinking about... Which one? Game design. Which one what? Which child? Eldest child. Oh, okay. Which I thought was really clever. Um, there was another thing on this floor that was a little bit out of place. It was called the long, the Long Play Lounge. And if ever I've seen a perfectly named room, it was this one because it was a massive, like, 60 inch flat screen TV with a PS4 under it. It was running Rayman and there was a sofa. And there was this little lad in there, probably about 10 years old, who was playing Rayman and next to him was his dad fast asleep on the sofa. <laughs> I reckon you say it's not worth 30 quid for us to go around there and go back again. His dad. Got his little lad for a day in the holidays, and he's thinking, for a tenner, I can sleep all day. He's happy as Larry. I don't have to buy him a PlayStation. Um, so as long as we get here and get in that long play lounge first, we are golden all day long. That sounds like a dream. It was fantastic. Um, so I thought that was awesome. Um, we did. We we sort of hovered around behind them trying to get a go, but they yeah, weren't having any of it. Uh, uh, she got in. Who she? she broke it. <laughs> she's breaking everything. She broke a PlayStation 4. Yeah, she made Rayman jump to space. I think she got it onto the um, the thingy screen, the PlayStation screen, and she didn't know what to do after that. Uh, so she just <laughs> she put her foot through the telly and went home. Right, and then it's the top floor. Well, not the top floor. The top floor's closed. I think they used the top floor. <laughs> the, the top floor top floor is like a classroom that I use for school stuff because I've been mm. talking to them about going on a school trip there. Um, but the top floor that's open to the public on a normal day this was by far and away the best floor i would have paid to go in just to this floor because it was awesome you turn your nose up but this is exactly what i wanted exactly what i was expecting from it what didn't you like about this all right let me explain the floor then you can tell us what you didn't like about it firstly it had the hall of inputs which had just about every computing input you could possibly imagine it had the but you couldn't do anything you could play the games. No, you couldn't. I played several games. I had a ten-year-old. <laughs> didn't want to that be there. doesn't mean the museum wasn't any good. Well, it wasn't any good for me. But, That's a bit different. Yeah, you're not giving it a fair crack of the whip. Um, but it had um, what was that bongo game on the uh, yeah, GameCube called? It had that. It had the one with the massive gazillion button controller that was on the Xbox, the Mech one. What on earth is that called? Do you remember that? The name escapes me. It's on my phone. I'll look it up. It had um, a game that you played that I didn't. was the ping pong game. 
Do you remember the ping pong game? Oh, because that was something he wanted to Tell do. Sheep Dog about the ping pong game while I look up the name of this other thing. It was ping pong. I'm, I don't even know how to explain it. You explain it. I it don't was, even know how it works. Hold on, I've got a picture of it to show Sheepdog. It's a big screen on the other side of half of a ping pong table, and it's touch-sensitive screen. Oh, that was it. There was, like, a game being projected on there, and you had to hit the ball, this ping pong ball, and hit the enemies, and somehow the hocus-pocus that was happening would know when the ball had hit that one, and it's very strange. Were you like bouncing the ball off of the wall? Yeah, and the wall had to project a game on it and it had like enemies squash on almost, it. Didn't it. That meant you get a squash. Yeah, there you go. There's a little picture. I'll put some of these pictures on maturegamepodcast.com um, just because they show some of the stuff that we're talking about. I can't remember the name of this big game with all the mechs. People are shouting it at their phones at the moment. What? I don't even It was an Xbox that. game. You controlled a mech. It had the massive controller, the foot pedals. You're oh, pulling levers, pressing thing. buttons. Oh, I don't um, know. They did a 360 version of it that was just a Connect version and everyone whinged about it and it is it has just escaped my mind completely. I can't remember what the game is called and it will come to me at some point. We I'll lost the child on that. We did. My, the youngest, <laughs> she absolutely loved it. She just sat there driving a mech around, shooting other mechs. No, this is the girliest girl I know. Yeah, she's never really <laughs> been interested, never played a video game before. And this was a, what, the first of two times that she just got absolutely lost in something that you wouldn't expect her to. You'd think an eight-year-old girl, if they're going to get involved in any kind of gaming, oh, they'll enjoy the Wii or something. But she loved this. With um, all the buttons. And then a few minutes later, when we got into the um, the history of video games and 100 objects she spent 20 minutes playing on a virtual boy because <laughs> she just thought it was the best the thing, thing she'd was, ever the played thing with on that was, it was like the right height for her yeah and it was a boxing game she was just playing boxing on yeah, a virtual boy which weird. I'd never played on a virtual boy before have you ever had a go on I one? had a go on one at uh, Eurogamer I think it was yeah I'd never had one before I wanted no. to vomit within 10 seconds it was yeah, horrible yeah it's not nice but she loved it um, you could play a potato in there they had a row of potatoes I that you touched with tinfoil Um what else did they have in the Hall of Inputs? Probably some did other stuff. Did they have stuff. the Doom Piano or anything like they that? Didn't have the, they didn't. They should have the Doom mm. Piano. I might suggest that to them. I'll send them an email. I wasn't really taking my train because that one was going off. What, Sheepdog again? No, mine. Um, they had you the, need to go again without them, don't you, really? You babysit or something. Yeah. For Nogfest. Because there was a lot there that you would have liked. Yeah, but I, you know what he's like. So I, to... I suggest this is the kind of venue you should be looking for your... Uh, you know. No. No, no, no. What? Oh, for the wedding. Why? <laughs> Why not? Why? No. There's a room at the top. Why? The room. No. We could get married on the. Hold on. Where's the thing? No. The uh, the the toast garden. No. That's, that's, where, that's where we no. could toast your marriage. No. It's <laughs> over this or a football ground. No. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be a church. That's for darn tooting. Um, I'm only going to get married once. It will be a church. Bloody won't. It you won't get me in a church. It'll be in a church. It will not. It won't be all the godliness. It won't be in a bloody church. That's for sure. Can't wear white, can you? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going. <laughs> you won't get. <laughs> oh, the face I got there. You will not get me in a church for any reason. I wouldn't go to a church for a funeral. I don't go you to go churches. Oh, horrible man. I don't do churches. I don't care what you want. <laughs> it's one day that I get. And you it won't be in a church. You've already been married, so you've had jobs. And was I married in a church? No. That didn't work. Everyone knows a gaming arcade is basically a church for gamers. But I enjoy it. You're not religious. <laughs> no, but I want... Oh, they wouldn't let you. You're not religious. Yeah. I don't care. 
But then the first in the best bit was a history of video games and a hundred objects because they had just gaming about objects or just gaming. like a spoon. There might have yes. been a spoon in there, um, but it was all the stuff you would expect there to be in Can't video gaming history. And you can touch some of it. The Virtual Boy you <laughs> can play. It. You keep saying it's like no, that's not. Yeah, you, you're so critical. I'm sending this episode <laughs> to these people. Hold I've been telling yeah, them how awesome I they know, are. But they, they could have just done something so much better. Like the PSP, they could have had that out. Why? Because people, not many people got to use that because it wasn't very good. But and people, they put the Virtual Boy out there. So why not put that out there? Why not put the... Because they had limited space. Yeah, they had this one. What's it called? Oculus Rift? Yeah, they had that. Why didn't they have that? She had her hands over because her eyes. To have, <laughs> to, to have an Oculus Rift up and running, you'd need a member of staff and you need a PC running it. I'll run it for them. Well, write to them. Like, well, I'm in contact with these people. If you have genuine suggestions for how to improve it, let's go and have a meeting with them and suggest how we can improve it. I reckon they'd take it on board. They seem like nice people. Mm. I think it sounds No, cool. for what they've done, yeah, but there's changes that need to be made. It's been open two weeks. <laughs> I know, but you can't... I imagine they've probably just had to unload everything... Yeah. You can't put Minecraft room and just have two PCs running in there with Minecraft. That's not Minecraft room. That's just a PC room. <laughs> one of the random games. I'd want an Oculus Rift that I could wear and walk around Minecraft on one of those um, <laughs> multi-directional doodads. And I imagine it's all stuff that is coming if people get along there, support yeah. it and give them some money so they can go and invest in all this stuff. Because there um, was a child there working there behind that desk. Yeah. That was a bit weird. I don't think he was working. I imagine he was. <laughs> he was taking into... the payment. That yeah. means he's working. He was just there with his big brother or his dad or something, yeah. having a fun day out in the holidays. And they had a working um, BBC Micro. They had a working Spectrum. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was child. Yeah, he just kept turning the tellies off. Brilliant. <laughs> um, Maybe hide that button then. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hide your button. They had every console you could possibly imagine. They weren't all playable, unfortunately, which is a bit of a shame. But they were all there, so you could have a look at them, um, including some bits that I'd completely forgotten, like the awesome light gun that was with the was it the Super Nintendo or the yeah. Mega Drive, the big so one that was. They had that, and I just wanted to get out and have a go. They had Duck Hunt there for with the little light gun that was that with that one. Um, they had the original Mega Drive. I forgot how big that was. I had a Mega Drive too, but the original Mega Drive was enormous, wasn't it? it I was wanted to my telly. It's not that big. It was bigger than the Mega Drive. It was twice the size of the Mega Drive too. Twice as better as well. Twice as better. Mm. That's good talk, isn't it? Mr. <laughs> <Grammar. laughs> <laughs> yeah, published author, ladies and gentlemen. You can buy his books on Amazon. <laughs> um, what else did they have in there? They had. Um, pirated stuff <laughs> really um on little tapes like just showing you that this is it wasn't it was how people used to just swap tapes around in the playground back in the 80s you probably don't remember this nope. but we'd give each other tapes with games that they we had, had on that we'd copied because you could top you, they well they had this annoyed <laughs> me at the time they had a little spectrum cassette with football manager on the front obviously trying to imply that this is a really early version of football manager nothing to do with football manager mm-hmm. as now yeah, it was a game called Football Manager, but it's not the same Football Manager that's out now. Yes, that, it is. No, it's not. That was, that was Championship Manager until eight years ago. It only became Football Manager I'm when they lost the license to You're it. actually upset. I'm confused. Because I wanted it to become from a tape to download. It I did. It just changed name halfway through, and that was nothing to do with them. I, um, did they have any of the things that people used 
maybe to pirate because my cousin had a thing when I was when I was younger when I was about they had a game genie do you remember game genie that's for cheats no but they Um, they had it my cousin had this thing for his Super Nintendo that he plugged in the top and then basically if he put a game in it it would copy the game onto floppy disk and then he just had a massive like a proper box like a big massive box full of floppy disks and every time I used to go I only visited him like three or four times a year and it'd just be like you'd go in there and he'd just be like yeah you know just rifle through the box and stick a floppy disk in and then we'd just play any SNES game and it was well, floppy disk into a PC no into this thing that went on top of his oh, SNES oh okay so I played so many SNES games that were quite you know just that didn't really exist over here it was just mad and the only ones I really remember are all the quite generic ones like Zombies Ate My Neighbours and the Simpsons games and stuff like that uh, but mm-hmm. it be, I played tons mm-hmm. of those games on that they had a big uh, big cinema screen in there as well that they didn't really use for anything I guess that was so they could do I have no idea what was going on that's there. probably for events later on isn't it yeah but what they did have in there was loads of loads of actual playable consoles it was like a dark room with a big cinema screen at one end that was I think it had a PlayStation 3 hooked up I to it I'm um, sure so it was PS3 controllers lying around, but that's where they had a couple of rows of actual playable consoles. If we'd have had the time to sort of hang around and have a go, mm. that's where they had playable everything, pretty much. In but then they room. had a Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah, they had a few arcade machines downstairs. And a war game. Yeah, I've got the name of that, actually, that <laughs> war game. That was made by someone who was a student now, I think, wasn't it? Oh, they okay. say or something like that. Dash and Bash, that's called, and it was just a... Some buttons on Basically, the wall and you was, smack them. Yeah, it's like, you press, I think it was four player, from one to four, and when you hit a button it will come up with a shape or a thing, and that's your thing that you have to look for, and then the game starts and you have to hit the button where your thing, your icon comes first, and I've seen I've seen people falling over their souls playing that game, it's mm-hmm. very funny. That's Do you think if they did something there where they just had named the, I don't know, like the peripherals, the... Just the wire, been. the controller, do you know what I mean? <laughs> just showing a, a wire from a Sega Master System mm. uh, and just being able to know that was a plug for it. Someone like AD, he'd, he'd be in his element just going through. Going he'd be out. there cleaning it with his Malibu. He should come down and have a look at it. So um, genuinely, though, ignoring negative Nelly over it's there. It's not negative, <laughs> it, it just needs to eat it. You're saying it's got a lot of potential. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been potential. open two weeks. I would suggest if you've got any kind of interest in gaming and, and you know, trying to make gaming an accepted part of society and viewing it as an art form and all that pretentious, wanky stuff, um, go along to it, support them. Give, mm. them. give them eight quid or whatever it is to get in. I don't even know the price. I reckon, Claire, would, would my two-year-old yeah. be all right there, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That, that mission control thing, my... Because oh. yeah. I know my yeah my six year old will be fine and my wife. Will be fine, I can but... see why they have mission control where it is when you first walk in because for young kids, which I guess is what they assume is going to be the majority of people who are going there, that's the bit that's going to make their eyes go wide and think, "Wow, a spaceship! It's awesome!" And the bits that's for old nerds like me are up on the third floor because they know I'm going to walk to the third floor and find the stuff that I want to go and find because I've got the attention. Well, they assume I've got the attention span <laughs> to get up there, but. Support them, people. It's awesome. They deserve a chance to spend a bit more money on it. And if they put a church in there, Anna's agreed to get married there. However, I won't if it's a church. See, I went to that college, Confetti. So it's got all the people that... I remember it's got Nottingham University, the place I went, Confetti. So it's got a lot of... Educational. They also do something. I can vouch for Confetti. It was a very good college. 
The uh, bit that I want to hook on to as part of Nogfest is they do um, Saturday Social and Game City Nights, where basically they get a load of real ales in there and you can book the place out, drink beer in there and just play on the games drinking real beer, which sounds incredible. You can't carry your drinks around. No. They're very strict for that. So, so I just got one of those hump things when you put it in string for a straw. So, preliminary plans for Nogfest. I'd like people to get in touch with us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast. Tell us if you think this is a good idea. We want to move Nogfest to Nottingham. We want to make it early December. We want to involve some proper barbecue food at Reds because it's brilliant. And we want to go to the game arcade. There was another reason I wanted to be in Nottingham. I can't remember what it was. It's Nottingham. Can't think, can't imagine it was that. There was a third one, but I can't remember there. what it is on You're the top so of my head. Um, you did say to me uh, there was because you said they're not far apart. There was a, there was a third building, wasn't there? Yeah, but I can't remember what the third is building there a good was. Place to, oh, the uh, teapot. Drinks. Oh, rescue ah, rescue room. rooms. Yeah, for teapot shops. Yeah, yeah I yeah. knew there was a third reason to be there. Copious amounts of booze once we're done with the game. Yeah, we've even had yeah. we've even had. Uh, Jay, who never comes to anything anymore, he's been there drinking teapot shots with us. And getting it on his phone and then licking it yeah. off. That was- Anna's I'm Leaving Nottingham party, that Jay came to. <laughs> <laughs> Even though, had he ever met you before at that point? Nope. <laughs> never <laughs> met the guy. He was saying goodbye to her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the Mature Gamer Podcast is proud to be part of Geek Culture Radio. If you need a new gaming podcast in your life, the only place you need to look is geekcultureradio.com slash podcasts. Is your wallet too heavy? Head over to maturegamerpodcast.com slash pledge and we'll help you lighten the load. It's the one surefire way to get your name read out on the show. There was one other thing that happened in Nottingham that I wasn't very happy about. What was that? What, the sunshine? No. I just (laughs) bought myself a shiny new iPad Hmm. when I got a text message from Sheepdog saying... I've just got myself a review copy of Football Manager Classic on the iPad. I assumed you didn't want it, so I uh, I've kept it for myself. And I took my new iPad that I just bought and I threw it in the trend in rage. Yeah, um, and that made me feel even better. I felt quite pleased about my review copy, but um, I felt even better when I learned that I'd upset you. There isn't a Kindle version of it. As far no, as why do you that, like That's because it's why? fun. That's what I'd been sat there eating my pulled pork with bits of crackling in at Red's True Barbecue. It's um, Reading about the fact that they just they, Football Manager Classic had come out on tablets. This is a version that was out on Vita last year. Basically, you were probably reading the same thing that I was reading at the same moment. Yeah, I read it, and my reaction was. To instantly email them and go, can I, just, can I have a review? Come Whereas my reaction it? was, I ran to the shop and bought myself an iPad. And by the time I just got it out, sat Snooze at the lose, table, Snooze, thinking, right, I'm having this. And then you ruined my day and I had to throw it in the Why river. didn't you just buy it then? Yeah. Because I good. spent all my money on an iPad. Do you know how much some things cost? I got so, a well, I 64 gig one. It was what? 500 quid. All I know is there's a duck is. out there. Duck out there just pecking at an iPad screen having the time of his life. Yeah. Um, I'm furious. It is good. I wouldn't know. It's fantastic. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I was tweeting the guy earlier. This is this made me laugh. Some knuckle dragging idiot um, tweeted at Miles who on Twitter. He's, he's quite popular on there, quite vocal, saying you you want to fix your football manager game, mate? And he was like, oh, do you go on? <laughs> and he was like, I'm three games into preseason, and half my players want to leave, but they played two out of three games. What's that about? You want to fix that? And he was like. Are they backup and rotation players? And he was like, "Yeah, but that don't matter. 
fix your game. And he was like, well, it does, man. That'll make him want to leave. And the guy was like, no, it won't make a difference. You're just making excuses. And then blocked him. So he was like, I've just tried to explain to somebody why the game I made is doing the things that it does. And they're telling me I'm wrong. And now they've blocked me. So then we sat there and had just a conversation where I was saying to him, I actually... We complained last year, didn't we, that they'd released it now and not at the start of the season. We did. I actually agree with him now I'm playing it because... But you're wrong. No, once I started it up, I, I was pleased to see the season was similar to what we had now anyway. Like, you know, you start it up and it's got all the same players. It's up to date. Mm. But once I start it, it's completely different. Like, players that play for Spurs have suddenly been sold to Man United and so on and so forth. That haven't That hasn't happened this season because that's what the game does, doesn't it? So... Now I'm, you know, when I was five minutes into it, it was different already. So it doesn't matter. And it's still fantastic. But if you played game. the PC version as much as I do, six months time when that's out, you'll be thinking, I don't want to play the old version. I want to play new, new mm, version. Yeah, but, I'd want, I want them to both come out at the same time. I'd buy them both the day they come out. But I kind of think from their point of view, they probably don't want you to think, oh, this is great. I don't need the PC version. No, they? I'd buy them both. Yeah, but most people wouldn't. I don't know. That's and, true. Um, what they need to do is put in the cross save that was in the Vita version, because I know it's not in this version yet. But if you stuck cross save between PC and iPad, I would go and fish my iPad out of the river and find the money to... Too late. It belongs to the ducks now. Well, I'd buy a new one. They're only 500 quid. <laughs> We've just covered that. <laughs> I'd buy a new one and get this game... So that I could then have cross-save between my... Because um, I've only managed to get about 300 hours into the laptop on it this year. No, I'm probably... Oh, is there a way to track? Yeah, it should be on the game settings thing. Of course, Because yeah. it gives you the thing that tells you how dirty your underpants are. It's getting stuff, to the point it? where my wife's we just them, like... didn't we? Yeah. What, your underpants? I you No, it's getting to the point where my wife's getting a bit peeved. I joked to Mars, I felt really guilty because I follow a lot of uh, feminists on... Twitter and a lot just of... to antagonise them. No, no, because I'm I support their cause, and then I cracked a joke that I'm I offended myself with. It wasn't really a joke; it was actually a genuine thing that happened. But when I explained it to him, it looked like a really a really insensitive joke. Basically, it's got to the point where I'm playing this so much at home that my wife walks in. And like Anna's there looking at her phone at the moment, she just pulls the phone out of the, the iPad out of my hand with her left hand and then puts my dinner in my hand with her other hand and puts the iPad away from me. <laughs> As if to say, it's dinner time now. Stop playing your game. And then when I'm finished my dinner, I go and get my iPad and sit back she, down. She what, she doesn't bring it back? Well, no. Uh, she's too busy taking the dishes out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, um, no, I'm not. We do take it in turns to do stuff like this. It's just this is what happened this week because I'd been playing it so religiously. Um, Who's in a church playing it? I have my kids sitting on my lap while I play it and that sort of thing. I have an important question about the battery life on it because when oh. I play Football Manager on the MacBook, bearing in mind a MacBook has a 10-hour battery life normally, if I'm playing Football Manager, it only lasts about an hour and a half because it destroys the battery. What does it do to the battery on your iPad? It's definitely lasting more than an hour and a half and it gives. it's got a cool little battery bit in so uh under where it says like continue slightly to the left of that there's just a little battery picture so it's green and it goes red so if your battery dies halfway through a game does it cause problems i turned mine off um because i you know you you leave apps and they carry on running in the background i turned my ipad off and on because something else was playing up and when i loaded it back up it just said something like um there's a more recent version of your game than the save would you like to load that and you can say yes or no so mm. I don't think it will That's be exactly clever. where you left it, but it's always doing its own little bit. In the Are you having to charge your iPad more often because you're playing this on it? I haven't noticed it. I mean, Interesting. I think I've got it's to not the... It's yours, is it? The iPad? Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you get your wife one? Yeah, I've got an iPad Air. Oh, okay. Um, I had an iPad Air 2 for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you never saw it. Um, you're then, <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? The only thing, the only, the only thing I feel that's was like that I was used to from the other versions is being able to um, give my two cents on everything and voice my opinion and chat to my players. Um, that's because so, it's classic version. Oh no, I know. Sometimes like, it asks my opinion, and I, I get that that's the reason. And. The other thing that I remember being in classic version, but it doesn't seem to be in this, is unless I'm just not big enough, not a big enough team yet. But the training and whatnot, you just kind of you pick an assistant manager. Yeah, they do it for you. That's how it is in classic. When you're playing classic on PC, you don't get to control the training. Uh, I, I mean, I still like the fact that I can get the the highest star people um, and whatnot. But no, it, it is cracking on the iPad. I, I wish I could get it on my phone, and I know that's silly because the phone's not powerful <laughs> enough. Um, but it's one of those things where I'm just like, I, every now and again, I go to look on my phone for it because I'm used to the apps matching up. Because um, yeah. it is the full version of Football Manager Classic that you get on the computer, isn't it? Just it is. squeezed down onto an iPad. Perfect. Would you pay the £400 asking price for the game or whatever? Because it's the most expensive iPad game in the world no, ever. Not. I Name a more expensive Final iPad Fantasy game. Six. That's not more. That's ten ninety nine, I think. One of the Final Fantasies was twenty five. I don't believe you. He was actually saying it on Twitter. I think when I was reading the article, it said something like that that um, it's priced just under what most of the Final Fantasies went for and things like that. But it is the full PC game mm. on iPad, so I don't blame them. Um, this this makes the PC game for me quite obsolete. The classic version, of it, I mean, because if you have an iPad, just get this because it's awesome. Play the full fat version on the PC. Um, and just hope for the day that iPads become strong enough to do the full game. That'd be right, amazing. let's wake Anna up. Come on, come back. Come over here, because she's asleep on the sofa I'm now. Not, after I was that. reading about... I said the moment her. we start talking about football, man, and she's going to slump just, back on the I've sofa. You said, you were, I can't slump on this sofa. It's not possible. Well, we sat on a chair with, where the back would fall out. She fell, but she yeah. found a way. Right, you've been playing Neverwinter on the Xbox One. <laughs> do you have theme music now? <laughs> <laughs> is that your new thing? I don't know. Why is it called ne- Neverwinter? It's just always. I have hot. no idea. Is it is it icy? You look Mate, confused. I can't remember. This is the Dungeons and Dragons MMO, the free to play MMO that's appeared on the Xbox One, which obviously, as usual, she spent a good hour and a half creating her character on. And I've, I kept coming in and out of the room, and she's yep, still creating her character. She's staring blankly into the room, thinking, nope. Wasn't um... memorable then. Is it not any good? It's free to play. Yeah, but you haven't been playing it, evidently. I've seen you play it once when you made a character, but it's not drawn you back in. Have you played it a second time? So it's not any good then. It's Dungeons... I don't really... I've, I've never heard of it. But what, Dungeons and Dragons? Uh... You have heard of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yes, you have. Remember the cartoon from <laughs> a kid, for one thing. That's That's not what it's all about, but that's... It's a massive, massive You know thing. that it's a board game or a tabletop game, whatever they'd want to call it. You know it's a thing. You're pretending now. Oh, I thought they were different. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but if it's a tabletop game, how can it be a video game? Because it's just taking the story of that and making it into but an the, MMO. the board game is just a board with a bit of mountainous bits on it. It's there. not a video game version of the board game. It's taking the lore from yeah. the game like, and making it into an MMO. I've played the board game for 20 minutes. The board game? Yes. 
Right. Tabletop game. This game you hadn't board. heard of a minute ago. I'm trying to think what you're on about. But it must have been that if it was a tabletop game. And I got very bored. Are you thinking of Monopoly? Or yeah, being like, a dog buying yeah, houses? Like, That's shocking. I like Monopoly and I like dogs, but I could not. <laughs> I'm not. No, go on, no, carry on. No, 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 Worth playing, is it then? Or what? I don't kind of. I, I, you haven't played it enough to do it justice. No, I can't. Are you going to play it anymore? Probably not. You can delete it. But the best bit I got an achievement for was I. There was like this goblin bar. <laughs> goblin. Do you, do you mean goblin? Because <laughs> gobbling is something different entirely. Goblin bar. <laughs> no, what happens in the back. goblin bar? You know full well what happens in a gobbling bar. <laughs> <laughs> and now we've broken Anna. <laughs> God, tell us about the goblin. <laughs> Look at her. She can't breathe. I might have to pause so that she can compose herself. Are you composed or do I have to pause? <sighs> right, tell us about the goblin bar then. you got to come closer. <clears throat> Probably in the second chapter-ish. And you go in the bar, and it's a bar, and there's this, you can see people falling, like just falling down a chimney or something. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I can't, I, I tried, I tried to not comment. Let's just hope there's no cutlery involved, because then she'll say cutlery. Cutlery in bar with a chimney. <laughs> Dressed as a skeleton. <laughs> now, for you good people of the internet, that might have seemed like a rather abrupt stop to some merriment. In reality, oh. that was about ten minutes of Anna just shaking silently <laughs> on the sofa. Um, are you now ready to tell us about the gobbling bar? Goblins, yeah. Go on, tell us all um, about them. When you come out, you can go like you have. There's like an area <clears> of play, if you will, where you have to go and fight the, <clears throat> the enemies. And you can get to the top of the bar, and if you drop down a hole for no apparent reason, you drop down to like you go through the world, and then this like shadow comes and goes. It's not your time. And sends you back to the world, and I just thought that was a great little thing. And I got an achievement for it. Because you won't think, oh, I'm going to jump down this hole for no apparent reason. But that was kind of cool. But it's... Why did you jump down the hole? Cause I wanted to... Because <clears throat> while I was in there, I'd seen people falling through this, this light, this whole this beam of light. And I wanted to see why. So I went up there and had a look. Let's and see. then you could fall through it. And I did. Because <clears throat> like, when you fall through it, you could actually see yourself breaking through the world. So you can see where the level ended and where you, you were in the depth. I love it when games do stuff like that, where it basically something random is happening. It's, it's essentially telling you to try and do it, and it? mm. it's like saying, "Come on, have a go." And yeah, because there was no waypoint there or anything. It was just there. There was like some steps that you could go up, and there was just this big beam of light. You're thinking, "Well, that light's coming from inside." Obviously. Is it relevant later in the game? Is that what it means by no, "it's I... not your time"? Perhaps, perhaps Maybe once you've leveled up a it. bit. <laughs> Yeah, perhaps, perhaps at some point you do go up no, there and you go somewhere when, else. When you finish, Actually, you're just saying it's not your time to be dead. <clears throat> when when you finish a area, you move on to another area. I don't okay. know if you can go back. 
But um, yeah, I'm just going through following some kind of story about jewel, stolen jewels and stuff. The um, I can't remember what it's called now, but you know where you there's like an instance and loads of people can go in, mm. and you have to queue with the these bunny ears. Um, that's really easy and really fast. Like you go. Is that because no one's playing it? No, no, no. People are playing it, but not when I did it in um, Realm Reborn. That could take hours and hours and hours. Is that because no one was playing? No, that? people were playing it. Well, just for some reason, will take hours. Whereas this one, you <clears> can go. I want to go in there, um, and it will just quickly find you four players, and a little box will come up, and you'll be in there straight away. And you won't be. You don't have. It won't be. You go in and you start right at the start. You can go in and start halfway through and still get the 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 reward. Do we think this is how it works on the PC, or are we finally starting <clears> to see <throat> the magic of the supposed glorious Xbox One servers that have more processing power than the whole of the internet ten years ago, or whatever I, I, their ridiculous claim I was don't at the know start? What that means what it works. Well, I, I might go back. I just I've been finding other things to do. Where people are going? Yeah. I've played the start of episode two of Life is Strange, um, and I had to stop playing because I got upset with it. I really, really like the first episode of this. This is the episodic Xbox One game that's not from Telltale that was a bit weird and quite good in the first episode. Um, then but, I heard they broke it. Well, yeah, kind of. Um, episode two was delayed, which, no big deal, you delay the episode a bit, who cares? But then it came out, and it was suddenly really different from what made episode one awesome. The, the general premise is you can control time. So you can you can rewind time a certain amount whenever you know, whenever you want to, just by pressing the left so, trigger. Sounds like pause. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Not quite. Um, so when you've, where you've got the branching decisions and stuff, like you get in a normal episodic game like this, um, you can rewind and actually see all the options and decide which one of the, p- the potential outcomes you want to go with and it was really cool and really clever don't touch that to you can't do that at the moment <laughs> let me talk you can add it by talking um but in this one rather than it being all about the story and having these awesome branching decisions it just suddenly became a memory test game in the first 20 minutes or so you end up in a cafe and you're trying to prove to your friend that you can control time, and for some reason, not con- yeah, that you can con- go back in time. And the way that you control it is by predicting the next four things that are going to happen. And the next four things are stuff like um, a policeman gets a call on his radio, and there's a cockroach on a jukebox, and someone spills a drink. But <clears throat> they're really obscure the way they're picked on the decision wheel. So, like the policeman. Um, what actually happens is you see the policeman get a call on his radio and he's so far away you can't really see what he's doing. And from the four options, that isn't one of them. There's loads of things that, well, he might be doing that. So the first time I picked, I think the policeman had a donut. I can't really see from here. I'm not sure. And it wasn't that. And you end up keep guessing. But because you've got to guess at all four of them, and get them right in the right combination. It took me about eight goes to actually get them done in the right order. And by the time I finally got it done right, I just turned it off. And I haven't been back to it since. And it's a real shame because it's taken the magic away from that game a little bit for me. Because it was something a bit quirky and a little bit different. And it just felt like, it almost felt like it's something they shoehorned in. Because they were rushing to finish the game to meet another deadline having already missed one. And they thought... 
shit, this game's finished and we've only done 50 minutes. How can we quickly add an extra half hour of gameplay to this? I know, we're putting an impossible to do memory <laughs> game. And um, yeah, it's just taken the shine off it a little bit. I will go back to it because I've bought the season pass off the back of the first episode. Um, so I need to play this one so I can carry on. And I think there's another four episodes coming yet. But if this is what it's turning into, <laughs> something that started out really promising and awesome looking has suddenly become a bit of a disappointment and it's a shame i don't want you to go like this life is strange go back to being what was awesome about you that told it well done i thank you i appreciate that i'm not saying any more words now. i'm just gonna okay. sit well i, I didn't say you might, could speak i'm not allowed to Die. <laughs> so uh my I went, i've got two more things to talk about they're kind of intertwined because i was basically getting tired of trying to play my xbox and well done no and my kids uh, my, you're my, tired of your kids and no. tired of your xbox if i tried to play a game and my kids were about they'd just react to everything and so if something gory or naughty was happening on the screen they'd just be like oh. tell him mom well it's not just that it'd be just like why is he stabbing that dog in the head why is he dead why are you killing that man and it's like because Sometimes Daddy just wants to kill people. <laughs> you know? And um, have you tried not playing violent video games in front of your children? Well, then I can't play games ever because yeah. that's the only time I get to play them. So anyway, I tried playing it on mute, and that seemed to work. They just didn't take interest. They just wandered around. It was like the fact there was no sound, but they just didn't notice. And I just thought that I can't play games in mute. I need to have some sound. So mm. I, doing what I always do, I went on the internet and thought, "Who's releasing a headset soon?" I asked them for a review. Bearing in mind. I- been telling him for a year I want a headset. You could have done this at any point. Well, what I is wanted that? One. That's your birthday present. <laughs> no, my present is another iPad. <laughs> you can remind me at a time. You can't say now. You need to tell me when I'm sat at my computer or something. Now. I want a headset no. now. So um, it wasn't the only reason. I saw these saying they, they had one coming out and I emailed them and said, well, I haven't got one for my, my uh, Xbox. This will do nicely. <laughs> what? Is that what you said? No, no, I, I thought oh. that. I said to them, can I review it on the show? Because we have reviewed a fair few. And you've had more headsets out of this yeah, show than I Yeah, but not for an Xbox. <laughs> an Xbox One, anyway. So, anyway, um, it took a while to come. It should have come a couple of weeks back now. Um, but not because of them. Uh, the bloody customs people kept trying to put some ridiculous charge on yeah, it. Yeah, I've got things coming from overseas and they're still not here. It's been like yeah. a week now. So, um, we got that sorted out. I felt a bit guilty because it was like, they go, have you got it yet? Have you reviewed it yet? I'm like, no, sorry, it's not come. But now it's finally here and I'll, I had a chance to do so. Um, now, I'm, I've not had a skull candy thing before. I've not see, like, really seen much of them. It's a skull candy SLYR, which I've I had their headset. Plus GMX minus one Xbox One headset. That's minus one. Probably GMX one. I imagine that's how. I would imagine the cool kids who Skull Candy are aimed at would say it's the Skull Candy Slayer GMX one. I did read like that. I was just trying to spell it out so people can Google it. Brilliant. Um, It has a Halo edition as well, which I don't. Halo by Texas off of the nineties. Halo by Beyonce. What? Okay. The song Halo. By whom? Texas. In the nineties, the one Beyonce's Charlene Spiteri. Yeah, Beyonce covered it a few years later. Is that an actual song that's been done before? Really? So, um, it's very comfortable. Skull Candy haven't tried to put leathery bits on it or whatever soft bits. They put actual. It's quite solid and comfortable, and you know, 
soft on the old ears. Very cool. What I did is I um, it's got like it's, it, it doesn't just plug into a hole on your thing on your uh, controller like the PlayStation ones do. It actually connects into the bottom of it and has the volume controls attached to your Xbox One controller, as well as a mute button and whether you want to um, emphasise the voice of the people in your party or the game. So I was only playing the game on my own, so it's fine. But what I did, I wanted to test out what, how it sounded for me and for, like for for me listening to the game and obviously then me talking into it and both sounding spot on. Um, what I really liked was I didn't really think this through because my BT box is connected to my Xbox. I can sit and listen to the telly and watch telly with headphones in through the Xbox. What, are you wired? Sorry? Are you wired? Is your Xbox wired? To my... Internet? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can watch I can watch telly with my Xbox controller next to me or whatever with the headset on and I can hear the telly through the headset because I can have it on mute, uh, okay. which is I just thought was useful because it was a feature I hadn't even considered, you know. Mm-hmm. So and you can use it for Skype calls and you can you know I was thinking about um, for example the Loopcast invited me on and I thought well I could do that using the telly. Have you ever used Skype with Xbox? Well, I tried to. Try to find it. What do you mean? It tries to find you in the room. It's Quite scary. Oh, yeah, actually, I'll say how <laughs> I ever used it. Uh, Angry John uh, has, has created a wormhole to his bedroom at home or his office at home, mm. which he uh, he wormholes to our office in at work. And so, from his point of view, he just sees the entire office in front of him. We wander uh, in and out. Yeah. From our point of view, we just see John sat at a table <laughs> as though he was in the room with us. It is amazing. And it is on Xbox. He's yeah, using it's a, a very weird. couple of connects. Very clever. Um, we have wormholes all over the place now. But um, yes, yeah, so I played Wolfenstein because yeah. I hadn't played it in a while. And I know you've got it now and played it. And have you completed it? No. No? You said it was big, didn't you? Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, so, I'm so bad at this sort of game. I'm, I do still love it. I do mm. think it's brilliant. I Why like, don't you like it? I, I don't just like it. I just still oh, think it's okay. brilliant. I'm so bad at it. Oh, um, why are you bad at it? In what sense? <laughs> One thing that I was cursing is I I keep mixing up the buttons. So every okay. time I crouch down and yeah. I go to uncrouch, and instead of uncrouching, I throw a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I, I haven't done that once. I've done that about yeah. 50 times. It, the controls and are a bit backwards. Yeah, it's so odd, like pressing X to do most things. And I think that's just such an odd... Mm. But, yeah... Far too often I've snuck around the corner and then just lobbed a knife onto the floor <laughs> and it's made a little clink sound. Everyone's gone, sound the alarm, he's well, here. You, you don't have to stealth it, do you? It's a no, game but... where you can stealth or just go in like he was. Hello. Or guns blazing. Yeah, I kind of, I do go in guns blazing, but I quite mm. like sometimes just sneaking up behind yeah. a Nazi and slitting his throat. Um, a little bit of sound bite for you there. Um, but... He was talking to the audience, <laughs> just giving the audience a little nudge. There you go, soundbite. But um, it is a great game. It's really funny, really cool. Mm. Um, I still kind of, even though I've been playing it a while, I, I don't get over the fact you can overpower well with medi packs. So instead of being a hundred percent, you can be a hundred and forty percent healthy. It doesn't like last, me in real it life. Doesn't last very long. Yeah, it, but it, it just it just seems random to me. I just it's still something that just bothers my my brain. Because 140% doesn't exist. Um, but also, just how can you be over healthy? I don't know. But, um, You've had a Red Bull. gives you wings. That's what basically what I was saying. Giving you a bit of... That would make you less healthy. Oh, a Red shut Bull. up. I didn't ask you. I'm terrible at 
the levels and every time I die I have to go back to the nearest save point sort of thing, the nearest checkpoint and carry on. Yeah. So I've been replaying a lot of parts of it. So while I, I feel like I've got a lot of time into it, I'm not very I'm not very far in the overall game because I'll die right before the next checkpoint and then I have to do the whole bit again. And it's like, again. Oh mate, I, it's because I go in guns blazing. Uh, or, yeah. well, it's either because I go in guns blazing and you then get cornered and run out of bullets or it's because I sneak around mm. and then just as I'm thinking I've got it I've got it mm. I drop my knife on the floor <laughs> instead yeah, of uncouching yeah I gotta get out of my system um but then when I thought oh, I'm gonna throw my knife at him I threw a grenade <laughs> and just alerted all the guards yeah. um and that yeah I just need to get the hang of it and it's weird because it doesn't follow the tried and tested decade and a half worth of controls that all mm. other shooting games used. It uses its own... No, they've, they've tried the changing it, because Dying Light was the same. It just completely turned it on its head and thought, well, this is a bit Just weird. to make it feel new, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what I was surprised about, actually, as well, another thing, this is back to the Skullcandy headset, um, is when I plugged it in, it asked to update my controller. Yes. And what happened was... When I plugged it in, before I did the update, the sound was like... I was like, what the hell? And I got really nervous because I thought, well, how am I going to give this an honest review when it's making that noise? And then it did the update, which didn't take long, it was like 30 seconds of that. But it did the update, and then suddenly the sound was perfectly crisp and nice. And, you know, there's all these kind of specky spits to it. That was ages ago when that update came out. Obviously, you've only just got a headset for it. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting to think how different the sound was. Mm. Like, what, what, part of the reason I brought it up was I was thinking, how did they not do that right before they released the Xbox? That just seems odd. Um, I feel like. I don't know all the kind of technical jargon for this sort of thing, and it's like... Does sound come out of the ear bits? Yes. And does sound go in through the mouth bit? Yes. Technical done. Is it wireless or wired? How do you... So um, it plugs into the bottom of the Xbox controller with this, like, connector that... The big, annoying connector thing that everyone has on the Xbox. Because you can't put a normal, you can't, my earphones that I use on PlayStation, oh, you use a normal jack. No, this has, you know, like, uh, if you were putting it in a charging dock. Yeah. The yes. same bottom part of the Xbox controller would yeah. connect to this. But it adds in, I'm seeing if I've got a picture of it so I can show you. It adds buttons to the controller, basically. So it makes the controller a bit bigger adding volume buttons and yeah that's buttons. what the normal headset yeah. has why would it? you want it the normal set, headset yeah. has the buttons the headset that comes with the Xbox it? Yeah. yeah it has the buttons and they light up as well so that you know which one you press in when you're in the dark I don't I've got the the, the, the crappy one that comes with yeah, it yeah and it has the, them on um, what? mine does mine yeah. doesn't I'm sure you've got a dodgy one then perhaps you should have got a day one Xbox like the cool kids did I'm very know. confused because I, I, unless I'm missing a part of it, I'm probably lost part of it. Cause... You can't use it without. No, it's yeah, the that's only the way point. it plugs I in. Really used it. That's the oh, problem. Okay. Um, I'm confused now. Is it easy to get to? I'm going to get yeah, to it while you two waffle. It's a big bowl. Yeah. So, but no, I think it's a cool headset. Um, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what Kev means now because I. You can keep talking. I'm yeah, recording. I'm looking. <laughs> Sorry. That. Well, this is much bigger than that. But, but it's got I the see. buttons on, and those buttons I, light know, up. I do think I have that at home, yeah. Simple um, but this one's massive. It's got like a, a preference. So, whether you want the game or the voice, um, you can change the volume oh, okay. of both so it doesn't look like a mixer. So, if you press voice and then volume down, the voices will go down, but the game will stay loud. And if you want the game louder or whatever, it's quieter. You can mute it all the time and so forth. But it just looks so uncomfortable, that one. What, Sheepdog? No, that one. 
The one that comes with it is very uncomfortable because mm. it's just flimsy and small. Whereas this, this was comfortable. Does it only have one earphone? Normally, yeah. I have an earache after. The, like the, there was one I reviewed a year and a half ago, I think, and was just like, oh yeah. At the time, I really liked it, and then I used it for the gaming that we had. And when I come off after a couple of hours, I was like, my eardrums just ache. Because <laughs> I had this on Turn for a long time. Turn the volume down a bit, then. And it didn't hurt my ears, so that's cool. Was it so good that School Candy should send a second set so that I've got one to use as well? Oh, well, we'll leave that board in there, cool. I don't want to share with him. He's no, got dirty ears. When was the last time you washed your ears inside and out? A couple of hours ago. What, you washed the inside of your ears? Yeah, with the of, a, of an evening. It's weird. No, it was he's, actually... He's too obsessed with ear cleanliness. He wouldn't <laughs> like my ears. It was actually just because I felt like I wanted to... I don't know, I just, I, I've had a bit of a cold. Because he was still in that early honeymoon phase with his new headset and he didn't want to get ear dirt on him. Pretty much. No. Yeah. Anna. You've been playing both Assassin's Creed Unity and Deus Ex Human Revolution. I did. Would you like to tell us about either, both, or neither? Um, I play Assassin's Creed. It's fixed. This game's fixed. It is playable. It is it's lovely. rigged. Yeah. No, it's fixed now. The whole thing just... I want to play it now. They've taken the damn boats out of it. There was no boats in it anyway. Uh, I just remember Assassin's that... Creed's a game of boats. Um... When it came out, I played it, and I, it was a chore to play. I didn't want to. It was broken. It just annoyed me. So I haven't played it since it came out. And then I put it on this week, last week, I can't remember. And everything has been... Like, there's a massive patch for it, 50 minutes. But um, it's all fixed. There's no glitchiness that I've seen, except for a man talking as a woman and a woman talking as a man. That's not necessarily a glitch. No. no, but it was very strange. Like they were having a conversation, but the man was talking, the woman wasn't, but it was her voice. It was very strange. That's the only thing I've seen about it. But um, every chest is unlocked. You don't need your silly app anymore. That was a good idea, but it needed to work. It didn't work. They've unlocked every box so you can have all the money. They've also put in these um, assassin challenge <laughs> things that are very quick, but they give you a decent amount of cash where you just it's either go around and assassinate this one person or steal something from someone from Assassin's Creed 1 you know when you had them silly mm-hmm. little things do. so you, they're back which is good because they only take a minute or so but you get some money because money is hard to come by in the game um, important question for me Mm-hmm. Is it an actual Assassin's Creed game? Is there some Assassin's Creed story in there or is it all just story, a story set in France? There's, there's a whole so you've got stuff in the present day with Danny Wallace knocking about. Um, you're not in the present day, but they they are in there. They talk yeah. to you because you're you're looking. I'm not going to spoil you. You're looking for someone, and um, like. In... So I don't get to wander around Animus Centre. No, I, I'm not I interested. I then I'll come back when they go back to the well, Assassin's Creed play, story. You didn't play four. I know no, I had all that stuff in there. They didn't go back to the important stuff about Desmond. Desmond's and it had stupid boats. It did have Desmond in. in. You had to go into the real world and you would have found out what had happened to him when... Yeah, but I couldn't stand the boats to get to that point. I'll just watch that on YouTube at some point. But you won't, though. No, I'm not that. They've killed yeah. it for me. <laughs> Morons. Well, this one's fixed. Um, there's not as many people playing it as there was. Perhaps it's because you haven't announced on the UK's number one gaming podcast <laughs> that um, it's fixed now. Perhaps everyone will flood back to it. Yeah, well, it, it definitely is. That you need to do the update, definitely. 
That's but, who um, should coach took me. Like, you can't play any of the multivalents because I'm either... Someone tried to yesterday and I was like, I'm just doing story today. But then I found it today and I couldn't find anyone to play with because there's, um, there's these missions that you can do, but you have to be in a multivalent to do it. And I don't want to play with Randy. So, nerdy listener types, if you want to play with Anna, this is on the PlayStation, is it? Yeah. Um, so, just send her a friend's request on the PlayStation and um, play with her. <laughs> You'll figure out how to do all that. It's not hard. No. I'm sure you've used a console before. You look bright. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Um, yeah, it's fixed. And I played um, that one. Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah. Why? Um, I've seen the trailer for the new one. I'm not sure when it comes out, but it looks awesome. But um, I decided to play this game again. I bought it for two ninety nine on Steam. Some I bought it from somewhere and whatever. Um, this game is messing with me. Because, right, have you played it? I played the first 20, no, probably not even 20 minutes. I played it to the point where you sneak into that building at the start and then you hit that security... Well, near the start, you're right. sneaking into a building, and you hit a guard on the back of the head, and before it lets you go anywhere, it makes you hide the body. And the moment it made me hide a body, I turned it off. I wasn't interested uh, anymore. I'm not hiding bodies. <laughs> I want to leave you a don't pile hide of bodies. Them. You just move them that way. So you... uh, not interested. I just uh, want to walk okay. in and shoot someone well, in the face. I finished this game on one of the consoles, maybe PlayStation 3. I can't sit that way again because my legs are killing me. And, um,. This game, I don't remember it being like this. Basically, it's first person, but when you're in cover, it goes to third person. Now, that breaks my brain. Because you can't... You'd expect it to be way around, wouldn't you? Yeah, so you're in, like, first person, you're going around doing whatever, but then as soon as you hit a cover, you go to third person so you can see him, and then it... it Well, that's so that you can tell whether you're still in cover or not. If you because in in reality you'd have the spatial awareness to know if your arm's sticking out, but you need to be able to see yeah. where his arm is in a game. It just, so it's it just a way weird. to make sure you're still in cover. Because like when you're aiming, there doesn't seem to be a, a thing. What's the thing? Reticule. Called? Yeah, doesn't seem to be one. Of them. Or a reticule, as I like to say. Reticule, as we call it. <laughs> mm. But um, it's, it just seems a bit like they tried to do something, but they didn't use phlegm to describe a game. <laughs> That's our new way of describing things now. Maybe just games of of moved on. It's all right. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be as bitchy as it came across. I looked at Anna after I said that and thought that was really harsh. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> um, yeah. I'll just go back to this game now and then. Just, but I don't know what it is about it. It's just not grabbing me as one because I really did like this game except for the boss battles. But for some reason, I'm just like. Flem again. But I, 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 the um, trailer for the new one looks awesome. Really, really good. About they're trying to get rid of people who've got augmentation and stuff. So I think that's But I don't want them to do the third and first person. No, that's annoying. Write my letter. I will. Send them a telegram telling them. I, I will. I uh, got an interesting message the other day. This isn't following on from telegrams. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I just wait for you to. Uh, um, you know, I told you a while back that you should get Super on the Vita 1 and 2 because yes. they'll be very good Vita games. You've said this too many times. Yeah. Yes, uh, apparently they're releasing the third one in the UK. It never got a UK release originally. The only way you could play that was if you had a Japanese or a uh, US compatible 
PS2 and, and a lack of fun things. Apparently, they've released <laughs> they're releasing it in England on the Vita and PSN, and um, yeah, so it's even more worth playing the first two now because you're saved from the first two guys. Tell you what, you got that was even more interesting than that. First pile of swag for MGPX prizes. I, I did. have another game yet. Well, can we talk about our swag? Let's sell some bloody MGPX tickets and we'll come back to it. <laughs> we did. We got. I'm. I actually. This, this, you should be interested in this. I don't know. It was a pile you know, people of people. Don't handsome Jack Xbox One editions. Which you like the shiny case on it. You were looking at the shiny case, going, "Oh, I haven't got a shiny case on my copy of the handsome collection." You're too far away. People don't know what you're saying. But um, yeah, I did get five, but then somebody said I haven't played on the Xbox One and uh, has borrowed one of them. Borrow is not the phrase I'd use. <laughs> we um, don't have a lot of Borderlands games here, so I've added it to the, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've added it to the collection. He, can t- he has to take what he can get. But no, um, obviously for the rest of you lovely people, there are four copies there that will be given out of the show, and I'll try and wrestle the other one out of Kev's cold, dead hands. Um People are starting to send stuff. Jinx have sent a package over, although that's currently about to cause the same customs issues that the Skullcandy headset caused because it's at the local uh, corner shop in in Deepin. And you know they can't apply customs charges. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> are they not just ripping you off? No, no. I, I was thinking that they, normally last time I got a delivery of them, I swear I had to pay something. But you know they wouldn't have handed it over to them if, if there was a customs charge on it. That's cracking. Because they wouldn't hand over the headset until I found a way to provide them with proof that I wasn't the responsible for paying it. And then once that was done, it was done. But that took like two weeks. Nice. Whereas, uh, yeah. I could prove you're not responsible in no time. You could have yeah. me to get involved. But Jinx, I've sent us a big box of stuff. Um, usual sort of terms. So that'll be a monthly thing again. We'll start involving them because it hasn't come yet. They haven't sponsored this episode. But um I just realised I hadn't been contacting them for a while. You're an idiot. Anna, come back. Tell us about your game. You don't have to keep going away every time you're not talking. You You need to talk now. You also played this game. What game? The quiz. Oh, that was crap. Yeah, and the man looks like you. Everyone looks like him. No, he does. I played this for all of ten minutes because it was rubbish. (laughs) What? uh, You just drive around and make your own races, don't you? Yeah, it's crap. No, there's a story. It's still rubbish. It's not the Forza story. Horizon, so it's no good. No, the driving's a bit... Rubbish. What's the word I'm looking for? It feels like you're just on one of the... You know, when you were a kid, you probably had one of those mats that had roads on it that you'd roll out and get your toy cars out on. Um, it feels like you're playing that, but your little brother has bitten the wheel off <laughs> one of the cars and you're pushing it along and then you get your finger trapped between the car and the bit of the car... It's between not the car that and bad. The wheel, and you're sort of fumbling along with your finger stuck inside the wheel, and it's just, and then you just throw the wheel away and go and have a bourbon and a glass of milk. It's rubbish. Don't play this game. Really awful. You like the soundtrack? Yeah, because it had some good music in it. But I realised I have a Spotify subscription, so I stopped tormenting myself with the awful game and just went and listened to music in the dark by myself. Yeah, it does. The driving needs to be fixed. It doesn't feel right. It's a driving game. No, but it doesn't. It feels <laughs> rubbish. It, it feels like it sounds like. Sorry, that games are just doing their testing on us all the time now. It's weird, isn't it? Well, it was a two-hour thing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, you can buy now for just fifty four ninety nine. A driving game that's big selling point is it's got some good songs on. Shame you can't drive. It's already out though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's like twenty five pounds online, but fifty pound on the Xbox. They need to change that. So bad. Yeah, they need to pay us fifty pounds, and no, I'll see to, if I can get for an hour if, of it. If they want people to buy their games and not get in, like second hand in the shops, they need to lower that price desperately. They need to make driving games fun to drive in yeah. more than anything. But like, I, I played this for about an hour and it does have a story and I do want to go across America but they need to fix the driving. The, the handling of the cars was worse than a Grand Theft Auto yeah. game. And Grand Theft Auto driving is rubbish. <laughs> I don't know, the most recent one the driving was wrong. Okay, it was worse than the driving in Grand Theft Auto 4. What about the, the driving in Watch Dogs was awful. Worse oh, than no, that. Oh no, it wasn't. That was great. I loved that driving. Mm. Really did enjoy that driving. But, um, I want, I really want to play this game, but I don't want to play with that with that driving mechanic. I want to go down the strip and I want to go down LA. See if you can, just, can you get out of the car? He does once. The the character that yeah, is. apparently is me. It is you. you it was just so weird. You're such a beard and glasses racist. No, not at all. You just look like so many people. It, you, it, because I've, I've got a beard and, like, and a pair of spectacles. No, I was like, <gasps> if he. <laughs> Bought a pair of modern, fashionable no. spectacles that humans wear, no. and grew a moustache. No, He'd look like no, all these the people as well. Eyebrows. Yeah, it was just. I was like, it actually took my breath away when I first seen it. Because well, he was so handsome. Choking on vomit. Because you weren't, you weren't here, and you didn't get to that. She part. thought you'd been sucked into the telly. And <laughs> she was looking down the fence. Get out of there! <laughs> you were at gadget show, and I, put, I got further than you, and I was like. I was like, oh, and, and I turned around to show you where you were there, so I took a picture. Of but, the empty chair to censor <laughs> Where are you? You were here a minute ago. Where have you gone? But, um, what would you have done if it had all turned out that you'd actually just fallen asleep in front of it and dreamt Kev and you didn't actually know him and you were just dreaming about the fella on the telly? Oh, no. No, no, no. You just tickled my beard for those of you not watching you on the video that. stream. It was weird. It was where my chin goes. It was where my jaw goes funny when I drink wine. Do you get wine jaw? Yeah, yeah I had this the other week. I was like, what is yeah. Me and my dad both you know get wine jaw. sweet and it goes all weird here. I get that yeah. when I drink no? wine. I think I've got a broken jaw, actually, because mine kind of you cracks one in a massively. <laughs> That's for sure. Every now and again. I think I'm, I've unhinged no. my jaw slightly. Okay, well, I'll finish now. Well, <laughs> we'll finish on. the show then. Okay. See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Mature Gamer Podcast. Ready to level up? Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at maturegamerpodcast.com slash level up for exclusive audio goodies, your chance to take over the show, and even a free game here and there.